This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. When you're managing your own retirement portfolio, you always have the option to change your mind down the road. dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we are going to do three things. First, we're going to be answering a question about target date funds and how to pick the right thing in your 401k. Second, we'll be answering another question about reducing investments to pay off the mortgage quicker. And last but not least, my daughter Zoe and I are going to be doing another money quiz. And we're going to read our review of the month for the month's book giveaway. All right, let's jump into today's show. Our first question of the month comes in from Steven on Instagram, and here it is. It's a short and sweet one. Andy, how do I find the right index slash target date fund for a 401k? Stephen, there we go. Hey, Stephen, thanks for reaching out. I appreciate it. And kudos for you for locking down that investment strategy and making a plan to grow your wealth. I see that you are looking into the index funds or the target date funds as a solution for your 401k retirement plan. Now, I think this is a smart strategy, in my opinion. Index funds keep your investments diversified. They keep them simple. They keep them low cost. And they keep them effective. On the other hand, target date funds, which are sometimes made up of index funds, depends on what you're investing in, can help you stay diversified and help you create a portfolio that puts a target retirement date for you. So this allows you to decrease your volatility, makes things a little easier as you get closer to your retirement date. So for example, for me, hypothetically, we'll be retiring around 2045. So I would look for a target date fund called something like target date fund 2045. (laughs) So it's a smart set it and forget it strategy. And I know that a lot of people are using it. In fact, the Wall Street Journal says around 40 million Americans use that. So that is quite a bit of the population. And I personally know some millionaire early retirees that swear by target date funds for just a low maintenance, stress-free way to get it done. So let's talk about the pros and cons of target date funds sort of versus the index funds. And then I'll help you with some resources for finding the right ones for you. Let's start with the pros of target date funds. Number one, automatically adjusts holdings. Yes, as you approach your retirement date, the equity or the stocks and the fixed income allocations adjust according to the current date. So let's use this, uh, as we were talking about earlier, uh, the fictitious character named uh, Andy Hill (laughs) as an example. So Andy is 39 years old and he plans to retire in 2045. Right now, his allocations are around 90% equity, which is stocks, and 10% fixed income, which is essentially bonds. When Andy 
turns 59, his holdings will adjust automatically to around 60% equity and 40% fixed income. The target date fund automatically decreases your risk as you draw closer to retirement. It is a set it and forget it way to invest, as they say. Number two, rebalances on your behalf. An important action that every investor needs to take is rebalancing your portfolio. A bull market for stocks like we've seen over the past, oh gosh, decade, more, I don't even know, it's crazy. (laughs) That can increase your equity percentage and drive down your fixed income percentage. So to maintain your original investment strategy, you need to rebalance your portfolio by selling off some of your equity holdings, your stocks, and purchasing more fixed income holdings like bonds. With target date funds, this action, it's already taken care of. The funds will rebalance themselves so you don't have to worry about your asset allocation or your current asset allocation, making sure it's appropriate for where you are in your retirement journey. So that is another pro. Pro number three, invests in index funds. Target date funds through a company like Vanguard, not all companies again, they invest in index funds. Index funds give you the advantage of investing in the total stock market, all of the companies, (laughs) or the total bond market in a very low cost and efficient way. So let's use Vanguard's 2045 target date fund, which is ticker symbol VTIVX. There are a variety of funds that make up this VTIVX. You've got U.S. stocks, you've got international stocks, you've got U.S. bonds, you've got international bonds, and a couple more as well. Essentially, you're getting a 90% stock and a 10% bond allocation or fixed income allocation, and you're further diversifying by not holding all of your investments in the United States. And since these are index funds, you're diversifying even further by spreading your investments across thousands of companies. So now you're not just owning one stock and hoping Apple does really well. You're owning thousands of companies, thousands of public companies. All right, the fourth pro is low cost. Since target date funds like VTIVX invest in index funds, they inherently cost the investor very little compared to working with a broker or purchasing non-index mutual funds. As a basis for comparison, the expense ratio of VTIVX is currently 0.15%. So let's put this in human terms. Let's say I invest $1,000 for every $1,000 I invest that would cost me $1.50 to invest in that fund. So pretty good deal. And if you work with a typical broker, you may pay 1% for their fees in addition to a 1% expense ratio on the mutual funds that they're recommending to try to beat the market. The difference is 1.85%. You know, that might sound like a lot of percentage points, but over time, that can truly eat up your overall returns and make retirement difficult to reach. So those are the pros. Let's talk about some cons of retirement target date funds. Number one, no control. If you're into having control over your overall portfolio and actively managing your stock and bond holdings, target date funds might not be for you. 
Some people enjoy the set it and forget it model, but others who are more active in their investing want to steer the ship per se. Number two, expense ratios could be lower if you invest individually. Although target date funds have super low expense ratios, you could get an even lower expense ratio if you invest in the underlying index funds. Let's go back to the VTIVX example to explain. One of the index funds that makes up VTIVX is called Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund. If you choose to invest in this fund alone, you'd pay 0.04% for the expense ratio instead of 0.15%. Again, this is a very small additional percentage to pay, but again, it could add up over time, especially as, you know, it's more and more difficult to uh, get the returns that we're looking for. So if you got to look for space to guarantee the return, it would be here in the expense ratio or the fees you might pay a financial advisor. Number three, too much of a bond investment. Some folks I have spoken to feel that target date funds are too heavily weighted towards bonds overall. They would prefer more of their investments to go into stocks to take advantage of the higher returns, especially during their younger years. Again, this is a personal decision to each their own. Now, after reviewing both the pros and cons, here's my take on target date funds for retirement. In short, if you want to set it and forget it, go with target date funds. The hands-off nature, the broad market diversification, and the low costs, they make target date funds extremely attractive. Much better, much better than working with a high-cost broker that is providing a similar service, but at a much higher price. If you want to have a little more ownership and responsibility and get a lower expense ratio because of it, create and manage your own portfolio. You can even mirror the index fund investments in your target date fund if you don't mind the bond investments involved. Just be sure to rebalance your portfolio at least once per year to make sure you're not out of whack. And actually, recently I just signed up for a M1 Finance account to play around with it and see they have an auto rebalance feature, which I think is so cool and very unique. Uh, I'm surprised that Vanguard doesn't have that because that is a, a very easy thing to help investors just make sure that they are rebalancing their account and they're where they need to be. So anyway, love that. If you're interested in checking out M1 Finance, I have a link to get you started, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash M1 Finance. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash M1 Finance. Uh, slick tool and the look and feel is much more friendly than Vanguard. Anyway, I'm still a Vanguard guy too. <laughs> kind of playing at both camps right now. But anyway, since I fall into the money nerd category, as you guys can tell, where I don't mind a bit of this responsibility, I'm going to probably keep going with my non-target date fund approach towards my Roth IRA, towards things like Nicole's 401k at work, towards my HSA. I kind of like looking into it and, and, and utilizing those features as opposed to just doing the set it and forget it for a target date fund. But who knows? When you're managing your own retirement portfolio, you always have the option to change your mind down the road. 
Now, I want to leave you with some resources, everybody and Stephen, to consider when it comes to picking your target date funds or your index funds. Now, the first route is with, you could call it like a robo-advisor. And one of my favorite ways to do this with a low-cost robo-advisor is a service like Bloom. That is B-L-O-O-O-M, three O's. And for no cost, they will scan your current portfolio and make suggestions for optimization. I recommend this tool to a lot of people starting out. They've maybe been investing in their 401k or their IRA and they're like, I think I'm doing it right. But this tool scans everything you're doing and it takes a look at it and says, hey, here are some ways you can optimize it. And this is a tool that you can use for free for that portfolio scan. And then you can pay a low cost fee on a monthly basis to have them sort of stay with you as your robo advisor and help guide you through the process. So they are an affiliate of Marriage, Kids and Money. So if you use my link, you'll be supporting the show. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash bloom, B-L-O-O-O-M, three O's. You'll support the show and it's no extra cost to you. Again, that's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash bloom, three O's. The second route is to look at a fee-only financial planner. Outside of Bloom, you could look into working with somebody who is from a network like XY Planning Network. These are sworn fiduciaries, fee-only financial planners who are focused on what's best for you and not what's best for their bottom line, their pockets. I'm not an affiliate with them. I just, I love what they stand for and I love what they do for people. No sales, no minimum investments, just the support you need for a fee. And then the last route would be, as we've been talking about, DIY investing. I've partnered with financial advisors in the past and I don't mind doing it in the future, but I kind of like the DIY thing. It makes me feel in control. Nobody's going to look after your money better than you, in my opinion. And if you're going to go this route with your investing, just make sure to keep a few things in mind. Obviously, there's lots of things you want to learn about with regard to investing by yourself, but here are just a few. Asset allocation is important. Just because you're investing in an index fund doesn't mean it's the best thing for you at your stage in life now. Make sure those index funds help you hit your goals and you're okay with the risk associated with them. The second thing would be dollar cost averaging wins. Consistent investing over time will help your account balance grow. A good financial advisor is going to help you stay the course even during tough times. So if you're going to go it alone, be your best advocate and remind yourself that your investments will go down, but they will eventually go back up. <laughs> you won't get hurt on the roller coaster of investing if you just stay on. Long-term investing wins and dollar cost averaging, consistently investing month over month wins as well. And the last thing is patience is key. Patience. Building long-term wealth doesn't happen overnight, my friends. You need to be patient and realize that compound interest works its magic when it has the time. Well, Stephen, I hope that helps you on, on your journey. I know you had a, a one-sentence question and I filled it with a, <laughs> a long answer. Enough from me, everybody. I would love to hear from you. Please shoot me a message on social media at Andy Hill MKM and let me know what you think. What do you think of target date funds? Is this a smart way to go for your investing needs or do you like to manage it yourself or have a financial advisor help you? Please keep the conversation going, everybody. I would love to hear from you. And if you have a question like Stephen, you can leave one for me on social media 
at Andy Hill MKM or leave a voicemail at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Thanks for taking time to consider our sponsor, everyone. Let's jump back into the show. And our second question of the month comes in from Anonymous on Instagram. They say, love y'all's stuff and your story. I love when people say y'all, by the way. (laughs) Wanted to get your thoughts on your mortgage payoff situation. Should I reduce my retirement savings temporarily in order to pay off my mortgage? It would allow me to pay it off in three years instead of four. I'm dying to pay it off, but cringe at the thought of reducing my savings. I'm currently contributing 13% of my income through my 401k with a 6% match. We have $84,000 left on a home that probably costs $350,000 conservatively. Would love to hear your thoughts. 
Awesome. Thank you for reaching out, Anonymous, and way to go on crushing that mortgage and investing for your future. You are the exact person that I talk about when people say, paying off your mortgage is dumb, or the stock market is too risky, and paying off your mortgage is a sure thing. You know, there's sort of two camps there, right? You are my person in the middle, Anonymous. You are living proof that you can invest and pay off your mortgage as well. Now, let's focus on your question. Should you reduce your retirement investing so that you can pay off your mortgage quicker? My first few questions back to you would be, how old are you? How close are you to retirement? How much have you invested so far? And how much do you spend each year? These are important questions for me to help you answer your question and important things for you to be aware of as well. Because if you're like most Americans, Anonymous, you may not have enough saved up for retirement. According to Vanguard, one of the largest 401k plan administrators in our country, the average 401k balance of someone between 35 and 44 is $72,578. Let's say you fall into this range. If you were to continue to invest at the rate you are currently investing, you'll have somewhere between $700,000 and $1.6 million by the time you retire at 65. Now, this factors in some inflation. If you go with a 4% withdrawal rate of that $700,000 to $1.6 million, you'll be able to live off of between $28,000 and $64,000. So if your annual spending is higher than that range, you may want to think twice about reducing your retirement investments any further. Now, I just threw out a bunch of hypotheticals because I don't really know all of your details. I'm just assuming you're in this range and you might have this much. So my first piece of advice, Anonymous, would be to check out a few compound interest calculators or retirement calculators online. This is one of my favorite things to do. Well, that kind of sounds dorky. this if you want to plan your retirement and see where you are investment-wise. This will help you see if you're on track for a comfortable retirement. My favorite compound interest calculator is on investor.gov. If you Google compound interest calculator, it's going to be the top result currently. So do that. And by playing around with those numbers, you're going to see how your investments stack up now and where you're projected to be That's going to help you see if you're able to reduce your contributions or not. You'll be able to answer your own question. (laughs) Now, while I love mortgage freedom and the peace that comes with it, I also love knowing that my retirement is taken care of. One concept that I absolutely love, and you guys have heard me talk about it, is Coast Fire. The concept says... That once you get to a certain point in your retirement investing journey where your balance will reach its desired destination with time and compound interest alone, you can slow down or pause your contributions going forward. I love it. It's so relieving to me. It's like a checkbox. I've checked paying off the mortgage. I've checked Coast Fire. It just feels ah, one less thing to worry about. These two concepts... They allow you to relax and enjoy more of your time today and more of your money today, not tomorrow. That's why I love them. As an example, our family achieved Coast Fire recently after saving up $550,000 in retirement investments. If we simply let that alone and don't add another dime... 
time and compound interest are going to help us have around $3 million by the time we retire at 65. This is plenty for us to live on as a safe withdrawal rate here would leave us with $120,000 per year. Now, we're probably going to continue when we have 401k matching or HSA matching. We're going to take advantage of free money from employers that we might work with. But outside of that, I think we're pretty good. So do your calculations anonymous and see how you can hit coast fire. Let's say you're on track for an excellent retirement and you've been stocking away the money and your coast fire number is in your sights. Now it's time to focus in on eliminating that mortgage. Most people have their mortgage for 30 years or even longer if they refinance. So feel proud if you're eliminating it at all. We love never having a mortgage payment ever again. It is extremely satisfying. Does it turn out to be the most optimal financial decision possible? Uh, (laughs) But man, does it feel good. If I was looking to do the most financially optimal thing all of the time, I wouldn't have signed my kids up for camps or soccer. I wouldn't give money to charities. I wouldn't go on vacations. I wouldn't go out to dinner with my friends. That's not financially optimal, right? (laughs) There are dozens of things I do on a daily basis that aren't financially optimal, but they make me happy. (laughs) And paying off my mortgage makes me and my lovely wife happy. It makes us happy. And based on the dozens and dozens of mortgage-free families I've spoken to, Anonymous, you are going to be quite happy as well. So in closing, Anonymous, run the numbers in a calculator. See if you can hit Coast Fire. Then crush that mortgage and experience more freedom and options today. Those are my thoughts, everyone. I would love to hear what you think. What do you think Anonymous should do Should he or she abandon their retirement investing and go for mortgage freedom right away or do the opposite? Please hit me up on social media at Andy Hill MKM. That's Andy Hill MKM. That's Twitter. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. We talked a lot about investing today. I am not a financial advisor. I am just some dude on the internet talking about money. So if you have a specific situation, talk to somebody who can talk to you about that specific situation. All right, enough of that. (laughs) To keep this show running and to help your buddy Andy smile, I'd like to ask you to do one quick thing to support this show before we go. Please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or on social media tagging at Andy Hill MKM. Those reviews help more people to find this show and to consider listening to it. To encourage you to leave a review of the show, each month we do a book giveaway. So we received four reviews since our last book giveaway offer. And this quarter, we're going to be giving away three different book options from past podcast guests. The first one is Playing With Fire by Scott Rickens. The second one is Dream of Legacy, Raising Strong and Financially Secure Black Kids by Ann Lease Wealth. And the last one is The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. And to help me pick the winner this week, I've got my assistant Zoe Hill here with me once again. How's, How's, it? How's it going, Zoe? Hey. 
Good. I love you, and I'm so happy that you do this with me. It makes me so happy. And it's right before school. Uh, I know I'm asking no, a little bit no, much from you. Not right before. i in school. You're in school? Yes. Yeah? Homeschool? Oh. oh, wait. Not yet. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like before we go, yeah. actually physically go to school. Anyway, Zoe, you want to do a money quiz with me? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go, everybody. All right, everybody, let me explain the rules for those who haven't listened to the show in the past. I'm going to give Zoe three questions, and for every question she gets correct, I'm going to give her a dollar. How does that sound, Zoe? That fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. Okay, drum roll, please. Question number one. Recently, your brother negotiated two purchases per month on his debit card instead of one. Was this a good idea or a bad idea in your opinion? Well, I feel like it's good for him because he's been, he will ask every single day to get new Pokemon cards. Right. You are right. Because <laughs> he has been doing that recently. Yeah. And me, I would just ask every single hour. You'd ask every single hour to yeah. buy something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that you know that there are two times per month that you can purchase something helps you to understand yes. when, right? All right, cool. I like that answer and okay, it's working. First of all, wait, wait. <laughs> God. Calvin negotiated, mm-hmm. but I'm the one who negotiates. You're, I negotiate everything. You do. I And I. we always talk about that. We've talked about that on the show before. I we, negotiated we, that. I nego- and then he just redid it. He just retold it. He took your idea that. is he what you're saying. Nah, yeah. He I tend to do that it. to mommy. She, is, she says some really important things. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to say that too. And then pretend yeah. it's my idea. So yeah. Anyway, I like your idea. Congratulations. That is a correct answer. One dollar in your ally account. Yay. Congratulations, Zoe. Let's move on to question number two. We decided to create a family give bucket for your money going forward. What is that bucket used for and why is it important? We have it because there are family members who have birthdays and there's Christmas and there's holidays and stuff we want to give gifts to our family on. And so we have money for that in a jar so I don't have to use all of my precious spend money. Right. I love it. I love how it's separated so you know this digital bucket on Ally helps you to know how much you can give. So very cool. That's a correct answer. Way to go, Zoe Hill. That's number two, and that's $2 back in your account. Let's move on to question three. We've talked a lot about college lately. Why do you think college is important? Because that's how a lot of people get their jobs, and that's how a lot of people get money, so they can buy food and water and houses and cars and stuff like that. And I also think you would be really good at learning. I love that. That is a correct answer. And a little bonus question here. I'll give you another uh-huh. dollar. What do you think here? Another yeah. bonus question. Yeah. What do you think you want to study in college? Um, or what do you want to be when you grow up for a job? A teacher. A teacher. I love yeah. that. Is it because you have some teachers that you really like? Yeah, and it looks really fun. It looks fun. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, bless you. <laughs> You're allergic to school sometimes, but uh-huh. I'm glad you like think that teachers would be a lot of fun. That is another correct answer and a bonus answer that gives you four dollars this week. Oh my gosh! Way to go! More bonus, so I get four dollars. You want more bonuses in the future? So I get. Well, that reminds me of the bonus points you got in your math test that I saw the other day. Everybody, I'm going to brag. I'm going to do a little dad brag. She got an A plus and she answered the two bonus questions, right? So she got 22.5 out of 20 on her math test. A plus for Zoe. Yeah. So happy. So, again, so proud of you. $2. We haven't talked about paying you for Aww. your math, but we'll pay you for this money quiz. Congratulations, yeah. Zoe. Let's read that review now. We got four reviews since last <sighs> month. So could you ask our electronic friend to help us out? Alexa, pick a number between one and four. Here's a number between one and four. It's two. Excellent. Well, our second review comes in from, oh, it's going to be tough to read, Colin90ang, and they say that bread and wine is the best. So, Zoe, can you read this review right here? Bread and wine is awesome. It has helped my wife and I to talk more about our finances. Keep it up. Awesome. Thank you, Zoe, for reading that. And thank you to Colin 90 Yang. And Colin 90 Yang, I don't have your email. So if you could please email me with a screenshot of this review, I would appreciate it. That way I can send you one of these books that we talked about. And we'll Yay. be doing this again next month, my friends. Same Zoe. I will try to maybe not do it before school so you're not so tired. And same books. I know. I'm sorry about that. So please leave a review for us in Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of your review and email me at Andy at Marriage Kids. Oh, no, it's, a, it's 802. It's 802. She's got to go, 802. everybody. I got to go. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so I'll, let's do the housekeeping here. Uh, everybody, uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of your review and email me at Andy at MarriageKidsAndMoney.com. And if you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can post a review with your favorite episode on social media and tag me at Andy Hill MKM. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. And Zoe, I know you're not here anymore. Thank you, dear. In October, we've got an incredible lineup of guests and family-empowering topics. Next Monday, October 11th, we've got author Christy Wright, who's going to help us take back our time and create some life balance. The week after that, on Monday, October 18th, I'm going to answer a listener question, and we're also going to hear from Sean and Mandy Sensky from North Dakota on how they became millionaires in their 30s. The Monday after that, we've got millionaire real estate investor Dustin Heiner. He's going to share how he grew his portfolio, left his day job, and now travels the world with his family. And every Friday, you're going to hear more bread and wine, like uh, Colin 90 Yang asked for. (laughs) And that is a show with my wife, Nicole. It's a candid chat between a husband and a wife where we break bread and have a glass of wine. And based on the positive feedback, we're going to keep it coming, everybody. Thank you very much for your support. Oh, and I wanted to let you all know that my time in Austin last week for FinCon 21 was incredible. I was the co-host of this awesome conference with my friend Paula Pant from Afford Anything. And Nicole and I got nominated for an award. We didn't win, but it was still cool to be nominated. And I was also able to do a really great meetup with a fun group on a beautiful day in Austin. Special shout out to Zach, Sarah, 
Veronica and Tanner for making it out. I am thrilled to have been able to connect with you all through the podcast and now in person and even on Instagram now. So (laughs) making some connections with people with like minds and it's fun. It's really fun. So thanks for hanging out. And for people who are in Nashville, Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee, I'm going to be doing a meetup there in November as well. I'll keep the information going. Like Sarah, you could email me and say, hey, Andy, uh, did you actually uh, plan anything for that meetup? <laughs> and, and poke me and proud me and say where the meetup's going to be. And I thank you again, Sarah, for doing that because otherwise it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Anyway, be in Franklin, uh, Tennessee in a couple months, and uh, I'll keep that going on the newsletter as well. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Shelby Davis. Invest for the long haul. Don't get too greedy and don't get too scared. Time in the market wins, my friends. Carpe diem. Carpe diem.